Welcome to the Dare to Date podcast, the podcast where I have the bigger conversations about dating, love, life and relationships. You know the ones, the ones that change lives. Now the other day I saw a picture with a very stagnant swimming pool and the caption said, this is the dating pool. Okay, and the person underneath it said it's just missing the sharks. It made me laugh. But every day I see these memes about how bad dating is and I hear plenty of men and plenty of women complain that there is no one good out there. But that is not the reality. All of these good singles, wonderful, amazing, good's the word, wrong word to say, just seem to be missing each other, right? It's, it's really interesting from my perspective because from the outside in, and look, I've, I've, you know, in the past been single and been there myself, there are plenty of really good single people, plenty. But I know that the way people go about dating nowadays, they are missing the very people that they should want to meet, right? Now, I am a coach for men and women, and it really does, I, I find it really interesting. I, when I talk to women, obviously it's, it's easier because I think the same way as they do. And when they say things, I'm like, yeah, I see what you mean, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And when I talk to men, I'm really blown away by how differently they think. And it's really common across the board with men, how they think, and it really is completely the opposite of how we think as women. <laughs> so and, you know, that's another reason that I do know why people miss each other because women are expecting so much from the men that they meet and really quickly. It's like they expect these guys to have, ladies, listen to this, perfect profiles. They expect them to be really amazing at texting and, and saying and doing the right things in typing messages. Now, the reality that I've seen from some really, I want to, I really freaking, I, I want to say the other word, freaking amazing men who are really successful in so many areas of their life, they're not really good at messaging. They're not really good at knowing what to say to a woman. But on the flip side, ladies, I do see what you message back, your one word, your one line, you're disappearing if he says one word wrong when he doesn't even know <laughs> why that word is wrong. Again, working with some men, I'm like, show me the conversations you've had. And, and they've shown me, I go, oh, my God, why'd you say that? To me, that means this. And they go, you know, I took that as meaning dirty. They go, oh, we didn't mean that at all. So sometimes we miss each other in translation. And, you know, there's a few podcasts where I've talked about this and I said, date smarter, right? Ladies, stop putting guys through the hoops in these messages. They're not good at it. And the ones that are really good at it have had a lot of experience. <laughs> it could be the players. It could be the narcissists. It could be the cheats. They're on there a lot and they know what to say. Often they're charming with no substance, right? And some of those particular guys, I know ladies, lead you to some of your worst relationships. And stop choosing them. Give, give some of the other guys a bit of a chance. So my formula is quite simple. 
don't bother asking them a lot of questions before you meet them. Don't. <laughs> they can tell you anything anyway. What you want to do is you, the purpose of online dating, <laughs> spoiler alert, is to get a freaking date. So stop wasting weeks messaging and stop messaging so many at once that you lose track. Select a couple with the intention to go on a date. Just a couple of messages back and forth. Arrange to meet in a public place. Have a phone call. Have a video date in the meantime. But the guy's going to come across so much better because I'm telling you, a lot of them aren't good at this stuff. Anyway, <laughs> I, got, I got a bit distracted there. But, but you know, there is, there's six really common traps that you guys all fall into when it comes to dating, and I'm going to go through those. But before I get started, I want to say, say how crazy it is of how we form opinions when it comes to dating on dating apps even at singles events and I've had plenty of experience of seeing what people do at real life events okay it's a really quick instant decision now we do make our first impression of someone anywhere between three and seven seconds which is not very long we form that opinion, believe it or not, before they've probably even uttered a sentence. We do it on their body language. We do it on the tone of voice. And just like, um, I'd say their energy or their presence. Everyone has an energy or presence that we judge them on, right? And we can often, humans are really clever that we can pick up a lot of things that we're not consciously aware of so yeah we do tend to make that first impression really quickly and I know that first impressions lie <laughs> and we're often jumping to the very wrong conclusions for that reason and it's really interesting I've been watching on Instagram a lot of marketing tips and marketing strategies and it's very similar to business but business is a little bit different in business, I reckon that there's seven to 30 touch points for people to want to buy from you. To build that trust, to build that um, wanting to work with someone, wanting to buy their services, whatever that is. Yet in dating, we're doing it on one. <laughs> no wonder you're getting it so wrong. No wonder you're missing out on really good people. It's... It's just not enough information. Some people don't, you know, I know a lot of people that I've worked with, they might not draw you in when you first meet them, but if you really got to know them, it's a different story. <laughs> it's a different kettle of fish, all of that stuff. But you need to give them more time. But on the flip side, for anyone with a profile, your profile and your approach needs to match what the type of person's looking for, not what you're looking for. Dating's brutal. I think dating is the most brutal thing that you're going to come across, right? Like I said, in business, people have 15 touch points. Businesses rebrand all the time and they start again. 
you can rebrand and start again in dating. <laughs> and I often do help people do that with their dating profiles and their approach and how they come across. And it's about being open to that. But like I say, stop making these snap decisions, which I've seen quite often can be wrong. Because I've seen people being in relationships with people they met a few times that initially they thought no, and they've ended up in love down the track. So yeah, stop those instant decisions and start giving people a chance. The whole idea of dating is to go on dates, not to have a pen pal, not to continually freaking chat to them online. <laughs> okay, so now I'm going to give you the six things that are the biggest traps out there, right? Number one, you expect to meet someone and then to be everything you need them to be, everything. <laughs> no one is going to be everything. No one's perfect. You're not perfect, okay? So it also, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm thinking about my words, but, yeah, it's almost we expect them to be everything and have everything that we need when we might not have everything and be everything that they need, right? No one person is going to be everything to us. I do find that when you meet the right person, they will have, you know, a large percentage of what you want. But no one has everything. No one in your life, like, I, think, I have talked about this before and I love Esther Perel's stuff where she talks about, you know, this is the first time in human society that we expect to get from one person what we used to get from a whole village. You know, we expect them to be our best friend, our confidant, our lover, uh, someone who helps us grow, someone who's our best friend, or, you know, a good parent of this, of this. The list is endless. Like I say, we expect them to be everything that we get for a village and it's unrealistic. Number two. A lot of you are seeing personality differences as bad. <laughs> now, the reality is opposites attract. And what we do is we tend to often be attracted to other people that have the things that we wish we had but didn't, and they're attracted to that in us. And that is kind of the perfect, uh, you know, mix to, you know, have a great relationship you know opposites attract and and you grow and change but you're always going to have differences and I love from the Gottman Institute they have found from 40 years of research that 69% of conflicts in relationship are unsolvable and they're unsolvable because of the difference in personality we end up being with someone who we really like who they are, but they're not us. <laughs> We're never going to be in a relationship with someone who's exactly like us. So there will be differences and that isn't a bad thing, okay? The third thing that a lot of you tend to do is you get caught up in comparing them to the past. Maybe you've been with someone that you haven't quite got over and they just don't compare. Now, this is one of the reasons where I think taking some time to heal and grieve and getting over someone stops you from doing that. You know, if you're still hung up on someone emotionally, 
even if you've got high levels of anger towards them, you're still caught up with them. You really don't have the emotional space or the capacity to let someone else in your life. So comparing someone with someone else, yeah, it doesn't work. The other thing that you do is compare them with your future dreams <laughs> or maybe a future reality that you had that's not really realistic and it doesn't measure up. Be in the moment. Be available and ready in that moment. And if you're not, don't get out there and date because you know what? You'll end up hurting someone. And I see that all the time. And, you know, I, I do see people that go, oh, my God, I got out there and dated and people didn't want to date me because I'm not ready. Well, because they've been hurt in the past by someone that really wasn't ready. So I know that the temptation is to go out there and date to feel better, but why not go out and build a life that you love? Work out who you are, what you need. Go build some freaking awesome friendships. And then you'll be ready to meet the right person. Number four is very similar to the first one. People don't want to settle for someone that doesn't tick every single box. <laughs> and often they've got lists that are 300 items long. Sometimes it's really unrealistic. I'm a fan of being clear about what you want being clear about the values that you actually need and, and not settling for something other than that because when you're clear about what you want. But I think it's more, much more important to be clear of how you want to feel in a relationship. And, you know, that's not about ticking off 300 items on your freaking list. <laughs> now, the fifth thing that I find people do, particularly the second time around, Finding love the second time around comes with unique challenges because everyone's have some level of hurt, regret, disappointment, things that didn't work, right? And they really hyper-focus on making sure that that doesn't happen again. So they're focused on, on red flags. They're focused on something wrong. They're focused on never having that type of trouble again. Um, and at the first sign of trouble, they run. Now, I saw a video the other day, or oh, probably it was a month or two ago. The video was on Instagram, and it was the key to being married for 64 years. And what this woman said might surprise you. She said, you need to realise you'll disappoint each other and that's a good thing to remember. It doesn't mean anything is wrong. It's just part of life. Now, like I said, nowadays people are expecting perfection that just doesn't exist. You're going to end up with another human. And as humans, we're imperfect. We're going to, we're going to disappoint each other at times. And there is nothing wrong with that. So you will have ups and downs in relationships. So at the first sign of trouble, you don't need to run. And again, like I say, it's that hyper-focused on what you don't want rather than what you do want. When I work with people, I'm like, let's focus on what you want. Let's focus on how you want to feel 
and be clear about that. And many people just aren't. Now, the last one is what I've probably already talked about, is making snap judgments and writing people off without even giving them a chance. Like I said, that three to seven second impression is often incorrect. Because people, I don't know, people in the dating world are nervous. Uh, it's uh, maybe the second time around, maybe they haven't dated for, for so long that they're not really sure what to do. So coming in with this nervous energy doesn't always bring the best out in people. Like I said, it's like a job interview and it, 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 you can be one person in a job interview, a totally different person somewhere else. And that's how some people get nervous around dating. Even the most confident person does that. So what do I want you guys to do? Guys, girls, I shouldn't be saying guys anymore. It's not politically correct. I want you to remember, just like marketing, give people a little bit more of a chance to get to know who they are without the snap judgments, okay? People can and are extremely surprising. And, you know, by following those sort of tips, you will stop missing out on some wonderful, amazing singles. Anyway, my name's Debbie Rivers. I'm a relationship coach. Thanks for listening and bye for now.